my good friend peter hey guys how's it going peter hey pretty good what's been going on buddy not a whole lot haven't yeah. seen you in a while yeah no it's been a couple weeks i think yes yeah, it's been a couple yeah. weeks nothing new uh not a whole lot new no all right no just trying to keep up with the new podcasting world i know <laughs> so peter i got some feedback for you yeah uh, i've been getting some complaints that i talk too much and i should really shut my stupid mouth <laughs> And that you should be more vocal because you're probably the smarter of the two. So I really want to know, Peter. We're gonna we're gonna get you talking. We're gonna get you vocal. We're gonna let Peter's voice be heard. Um, but I got a question for you. We're gonna do icebreakers. Uh oh. I'm gonna have an icebreaker sound effects uh, okay. in here. I, I'm gonna insert it right here. No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm too lazy <laughs> for that. But uh, we're gonna have a question starting with this episode every week. All right. And this week's question is, and this, and you know what? You can get involved on Twitter, and you can also email us. Email us this question because I want to know, people of the internet, how you feel about this. But this one's for Peter. Peter, what is your favorite snack when you're going to a movie theater to watch a movie? And I have a follow-up question. Hold on. Google's still loading. No uh, Google no, the question, okay. you right. nerd. Right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, favorite snack at the movie theater. Yeah. Uh, last time I was there, I got some pretzel bites, and they were pretty awesome. Oh, sweet. So, so yeah. Salted, unsalted? Did you get a little cheese Don't dip? Don't remember. Yes, it had the cheese dip. Oh, God, I had the cheese dip, man. Yeah, that stuff's not good. cheese, but whatever. It was just corny little nacho <laughs> dip or whatever. The same stuff they use for the nachos. But yeah, that was good. That was oh, good. cool. So pretzel butts. That's non-traditional. I, I that now. Non-traditional. I like that. I, I'm more of a traditional person. I like popcorn. But I, I you know what I love is those gummy drops. Yeah. Whatever. The, I think they're called, are they called drops or what are those, what are those called? The, Dots. Little dots. They're yeah, called okay. dots. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. dots. Yep. I love dots and popcorn. Yep. Not in the popcorn, although I would not be opposed mm. to put them. A drizzle. You know, dot drizzle. Well, yeah, because you know some people get popcorn, they put butter in it, and then they mix in like uh, M&Ms or Skittles. Yeah, yeah. They do that. That's, That's kind of cool. Skittle bra. I don't know. No, <laughs> Seems like it would all just fall to the bottom. It fall to the bottom. <laughs> so my follow-up question, so Peter likes pretzel yeah. rights. I like uh, popcorn and some gummy dots. My follow-up question is when you're at home. Yeah. Got a different scenario. Got a different setup. You're going to watch a good movie. You and your wife. What? What do you? What do you go to then? Oh, what do you man. go for then? Uh, you know what? Also, when I'm in the theater, theaters now are awesome. You can get a beer in a theater. I love yeah. having a beer and the movie that's theater. That's what the beer and pretzel last time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> bites, yeah. yeah. Beer. beer and pretzels uh, are perfect. They meant to go together. Uh, you know, recently it'd probably be goldfish. Uh, always keeping the goldfish <laughs> around. You, you know, you got to have something like if you're having a dinner or something while you're starting to watch a movie, that's great. But probably snacking on goldfish or salt and vinegar chips. Oh, salt and vinegar. Yeah, man, one of you? those. I like uh, jalapeno uh, those are pretty good. Uh, uh, potato chips. I like those a lot. Yeah. I like a good beer. I'm not opposed to wine. Wine, a little cheese. Yeah. I like uh, pizza because it's quiet. Yeah. Uh, some people who 
shall remain nameless, crunch really loud. <laughs> so um, crunchy foods are not good when you're trying to hear dialogue or watch a movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I like pizza. Pizza's uh, plus when you're when you're chewing in yourself and you're eating something like really crunchy, like you kind of hear it yourself yeah, yeah, and through you, your skull. <laughs> and next thing you know, you're like the volumes up to like fifty because you're, eating, you're sitting there eating tacos. Like I'm sitting there eating whatever, and it's like and I can't really get it. So okay, so Peter likes if you want to mail it to Super Movie Ball. Uh, at gmail.com you can mail pizza bites and or not pizza bites pretzels pretzel bites pretzel bites <laughs> with cheese uh, a beer uh, just one just a single just beer one. just just a single beer um, <laughs> and you can enter it to the the web uh, site and uh, what was the other thing you just said goldfish yes the snack that smiles back or whatever what is that <laughs> i don't know what it is who knows whatever okay ice is totally broken right. we're loose we're doing it i am so sorry people i'm running on very low sleep so if i space out um peter i'm gonna have to ask you to smack me in the back of the head i already did but <laughs> we'll do it again please no, do it again now you have a reason <laughs> you have my express permission to do that yeah, so I think we're going to get started here. But before we get started, we need help from our robot helper friend. Spew, take it away. Warning. Warning. Spoiler. Alert. I am Spoiler Protection Edict Widget. Or Spew for short. You have been warned about the delicious spoilers coming your way. So bask in spoiler country you have cluelessly wandered into, baby, baby. Thank you, Spew. Always very helpful to get out there and just protect us from those dangerous spoilers. We are deep into spoiler country, people. Now get back in your hole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You'd be nice to Spew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. And then you, you eat that bucket of fish heads. <laughs> How does a robot eat bucket of fish heads? I don't know. Anyway, so Peter, uh, to keep me from rambling and talking on, please tell us about our movie for today. So the movie we are going to look at today uh, depends on where you look at it for its title. Uh, I have it, I knew it as Super School Overlord. Recently found out Amazon Prime has it as Future Cops. And I think you said you had one more title that you had found. I did have one more title. It is called Super School Tyrant, which is pretty much the same thing yeah. as Overlord. Yeah. I don't know about you. I like the title of Super School Overlord. It's just a cooler title. <laughs> it cool. sounds so awesome. I'm like, I don't know what that is, but I have to watch it. Future Cops sounds like a generic 1980s uh, kids cartoon. Yeah, it does. And I, I have to agree. I like the Super School Overlord a little better. Just for the, the zaniness that's about to ensue with the movie. I think it just kind of sets you up like what am i watching and what does this have to do with the school and why is there an overlord yeah anyway. <laughs> <laughs> at the time of this recording um uh, super school overlord is available on amazon a lot of the movies we've been talking about a little bit harder to find because again you know we like the stuff the underground stuff the obscure stuff but this is on amazon guys so if you got amazon prime and if you even if you have an amazon account you can i'm pretty sure you can rent this i'm not sure for how much i want to say about yeah, two bucks, three bucks, yeah, somewhere know. in there. But it is free with Prime. Yeah, so it is free with Prime. So we're just going to get through it uh, pretty good. But I don't know about you, Peter. You tell me. I prefer the Super School Overlord title. The Future Cops is not. Yeah, so we're going to call it Super School Overlord. Yeah, so we're going to refer to that. That'll be the title on the site. Yeah, yeah, that'll be the title on the <laughs> site. But the funny thing is, and I thought this was kind of hilarious, is that both titles work for the plot 
and what consists of the movie. It does, yeah. I mean, Which is weird because you're like, how do both titles fit the movie? How does, yeah. how does that work? It sounds like two completely different movies, but yeah, it does work. So, uh, But yes, the more zany Super School Overlord, I think, works better. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, And this is from 1993. So this is a full year before the Hollywood Street Fighter. Yeah. So that's had, uh, just a, interesting to note. Yeah, it had um, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, yeah. So... This is, uh, yeah, so from 93, and the movie is very 90s. The look and feel of the movie is very 90s. Uh, it's by uh, Wang Jing, is our director. He has 111 credits on IMDb. Are you kidding me? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's worked with uh, other movies. So he's a legit director, because he's worked yeah. with uh, Chow Yun-Fat, Andy Lau, who's in this. Who's in this movie? Jet Li, Stephen Chow, and several movies. Yeah. So he's got a lot of good you know, directing credits to his name. Yeah. I won't go into all the movies. Look him up if you want. Um, Andy Lau's in Infernal Affairs. I love that movie, That's which is an amazing movie that you uh, hit me to. You always get, you always give me good recommendations. If you haven't seen that movie and you're unfamiliar with it. If you're familiar with The Departed, yep. it's the it, that's the remake. The original one is a Hong Kong movie called Infernal Affairs. Bad title. I feel it's a superior film. Yeah, it's a, it's a great film. Um, it was really, really good. And The Departed was good, but kind of in a different way, I thought. Because it was a lot it's more, more... It's more brutal and... You it's know, more Americanized. Else. Yeah, definitely more Americanized. But that's I feel like that Infernal it, Affairs but, is more nuanced. But yeah, so they're both good in their own right. But yeah, for a good, like, you know, what's going on thriller kind of a movie or whatever, Infernal Affairs is great. Yeah. So, and that's... I've seen that come up, I think, on Netflix before in the past. It's not on there, I don't think, at the moment. But I've, I've seen it come and go on the streaming services. So you might be able to catch it at some point. Yeah, Andy Lau is amazing. He's but a great actor. Andy Lau is a great actor. He's a great and, actor. And it's hilarious that he's in this movie to me. Um, <laughs> I mean, he was like, you know, a pop star. Several of the other characters or other, sorry, actors in this movie yeah. are, are Hong Kong pop stars. Yeah. Um, I recognize a few of them. Yeah. And they were no, what they, there was something that they, anyway, they, doesn't matter. What, so, yeah, no, the, what were you going to say? I, I don't remember. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, so it's it's very interesting movie because when you do watch it, it's very low budget looking. It's very corny. The outfits, the sets are pretty cheesy, but there is budget behind it, and you can in tell a, that because good, it, it's a good way. In it a good works, way, it works for the material. But it's kind of funny because it's not like a big polished movie, but it's funny because the actors in it are legit actors and. You know, the director is a legit director. This, I feel like, was more of a pet project for him yeah. than something he was really doing in a serious way. Uh, this is a comedy. It is an action kind of adventure sort of movie, but it, it definitely, first and foremost, is a comedy. So as wacky and zany and weird as it is, it is a comedy. It's supposed to be yeah. funny. So just to, I just want to make sure to make that. Yeah, note. yeah. To me, to, for me, if I could, uh, it feels like um, if you've ever watched any anime, don't 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 close the podcast. <laughs> if you've ever watched any anime, it feels very anime to me. Yeah, it feels like they've taken the, the the characters and put them in an anime world, and and it's just zany and silly, but it's fun and it's funny. It's, it's genuine. It's genuinely yeah. funny, and it's over the top. Think of like um, anime. Essentially, it's just Japanese animation. If you're, if you're unfamiliar with it, just think about just taking like you know. Uh, People in a school, whether it be college or high school, I believe these are college students. I think it's high school. I I thought I I took it. That's a little unclear. It's unclear. The subtitles, (laughs) I I swear it said college, but I could be wrong. Take take a school setting and 
put it in like Tom and Jerry or Bugs Bunny. That's the kind of feel you get where, you know, people get hit in the head with a frying pan and their face takes the shape <laughs> of a frying pan. Or yeah. they run through a wall and you see a body outline, you know, just like you would in a cartoon. Yeah. That's the level of zaniness. And you're just like, that's, that's, if that's not your level of silly or funny, then this might not be for you. But honestly, if you're listening to this, that's totally, I bet that's totally up your alley. I hope it is anyway. If not, it should be. And this, this, you know, for a lot of people, this is definitely a movie you're going to turn on. And you're going to be like, what am I watching? Cause it's so like, like even just the recording quality is pretty bad. on it, quite frankly. Yeah. It's but not, it's not the best it's not quality, but that's, that's kind of par for the course. It's part of the charm too. It's, I think it's a part of the charm. I don't mind it at all, but See, for other people that it might be a turn off, but bear with it and just start watching it. I don't think you'll care after. <laughs> no, I don't think you'll get used to it and you'll actually get into it. It's not unbearable. It's not VHS quality or no, anything no, like that. No. It's just not like our quality. And you said it looks 90s. To me, it looks 80s. I always feel like Hong Kong cinema, while I love it, I absolutely love it. Some of my favorite movies are from Hong Kong cinema. They they feel like they're technology-wise with cameras um, and effects, they're like 10 to 15 years behind Hollywood. It's Which is so weird this, because they make all of that stuff. I know. Well, it, that's funny. They make Why all that stuff. But it? Hong Kong cinema is, is like... It, they, when it comes to action, they're, they're like not even... Hollywood's not even on par with them. They are so far above Hollywood. I mean, there's some movies that come close, but their, their action movies are amazing. But they have great dramas, too. But, like, I'm looking at this, and you've got it paused, and right now we're looking at Stephen Chow. <laughs> who's amazing at the beginning. <laughs> who's amazing. Who's in Kung Fu Hustle and Shaolin Soccer, if you're yeah. familiar, familiar with those movies. I love Stephen Chow. I called him Stephen Chan in the first episode. I'm so, I was so nervous, I couldn't think. But Stephen Chow, he's amazing. But to me, it looks 80s. Like, it looks like a Hollywood 80s movie, but it is very 90s for Hong Kong cinema. And yeah. the, the clothes are and the style are yeah. definitely 90s. But, um... Yeah, getting back on track. It's just it's a it's a fun, silly, feels like anime. Like it's a silly world. It doesn't take itself too seriously. It knows exactly what it is, and that's why it works. So yeah, in this movie, basically, uh, if you're not familiar with Street Fighter or the Street Fighter franchise, you may get a little lost as to what some of the funniness is because you have to be a little bit into it. The characters in this basically he uh the the director did not get capcom's permission to use the the actual characters so these are like fake names or pseudonyms for yeah. you know just knockoff names so these are knockoff yeah. street fighter characters i'm going to refer to them uh, most of them as their street fighter names as we yeah go so if you're it. if you're familiar with street fighter <laughs> that's what we're going to because it, they they're giving them um uh chinese cantonese names and it's you know, one of them is like Yu Ting Ching Hung or whatever. And it's not that it's T-Man. a bad name. It's just that, you know, we, we don't speak Cantonese, so yeah. it's a little hard. So anyway, yeah. So it's just we're going to go through it like that. Um, if you're not familiar with that, you may get a little lost. Story may be a little weird. It's still a funny comedy, even if you don't know what's going on oh, or if it, you're unfamiliar with Street Fighter. If you don't know, it's what's still st- worth watching. Yeah, exactly. If you're not familiar with Street Fighter, I still say the slapstick comedy and the level of it. If you're in a silly mood. I think it's perfect. So the base plot for this is uh, the year 2043. uh, This guy, M. Bison, who's from Street Fighter, he's sent to jail. So he sends three of his guys, Ken Saget and E. Honda, back to 93 to kill the judge that originally jailed him. Yeah, so... And at the same time, we get three cops, Vega, Guile, and Dalsim, again, all of their uh, Street Fighter names, travel back to try and prevent this. They have trouble finding the judge in the school because no one knows the name. So a lot of the story is them like interacting in the school and trying to find 
this judge uh, yeah. by name and they can't they're having a hard time so that's the base plot yeah so M. Bison's like he's like the big head honcho even in the video game he's the big head honcho the best way I can describe him is he looks like sort of a he's a dictator he's got like a military cap on he looks like an SS officer with a cape yeah, yeah. Um, and it's funny uh, if you're unfamiliar with Street Fighter think of Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee it's every fighting game and this is a fighting game where it's like one on one um, tournament style yeah fighting game side scroll si- yeah side scrolling um, it's, it was extremely popular Street Fighter was extremely popular in, in the early 90s um, in the arcade and it came to homes and it just it's it's amazing it's a still series that's going on today but it's a really great uh, game the the characters in the game are like have their own alliances yeah you know what I mean so if you've never seen Enter the Dragon uh, or if you've seen Enter the Dragon you know that that movie's about a bunch of people from all across the globe come to one location to win this tournament. Right. You know, and they all have their different agendas. Like one of them is like an undercover agent that's trying to bring down this shadow organization that runs the tournament. Another one's just trying to make money. Another one's running from the cops. Another one is like tries just to be the best fighter. And that's essentially what all fighting games, that plot is, that's essentially what it is. They all have their own. And like, you know, person A has a beef with person B, who has a beef with person C, who has a beef with person A and B. So it's who, a whole world. It's, it's, yeah. it's a whole world. And it's all these different personalities coming together in a fighting tournament and everything that happens within. They kind of just throw that out the window <laughs> yeah, for this movie. This movie. And then, yeah, and then, it. well, they, I don't, I wouldn't say they throw Not it out, none, but yeah. I, I wouldn't say they throw it out. I think they, they throw out the alliances, but they make up their own yeah, it's for this movie. Not using so the traditional. If it's essentially like that, but the plot isn't the same. So what I described is not the plot for this movie, but that's that's an overview of the actual video game that this movie is unofficially based on. Right. And if you were unsatisfied with the 1994 uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme vehicle that came out through Hollywood, I think this is a better alternative, honestly. <laughs> well, it's a completely different alternative because it, it is a comedy. It is a comedy. It doesn't. It's not faithful to the. It's not a faithful adaptation to the source material. I think it's more fun. I think it's a better watch. Yeah. I think much it's more enjoyable. I think it's much more enjoyable. And yeah. and honestly, as we get into it and we talk about it, I think it is in certain ways a more faithful adaptation. If you want to get all geeky and nerdy about it. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. So. I'm going to go ahead and skip on into the plot here a little bit. So, Hustle through it, baby. So, uh, as we start out, it opens up with a pretty funny uh, chase and shootout scene with some <laughs> cops on hoverboards. Razor scooters! Which is pretty sweet. Yeah, they're, they're, they're razor scooters, like, without wheels, floating, and kind of. lasers. Yeah, and there's just lots of lasers, and it's what's hilarious to me about all of this is they're chasing uh, a guy who is uh, Saget from the... From the, uh, the actual game yeah um but there's just he's in a jeep and they're chasing him but they're on hoverboards but he's in like a jeep a military style jeep (laughs) and so there's just explosions of fire but what's funny to me is all the lasers just kind of like hit stuff and just go pew and then like he turns around and just starts (laughs) blasting with like a traditional like you know full auto machine gun and they start exploding (laughs) why are the why are the bullets better than the lasers i have no idea he's got a (laughs) traditional machine gun they've got lasers there's lasers on the flying scooters uh, that, yeah, yeah. They're just shooting out of the front. They're just shooting out of the front. And and if you don't know anything about Street Fighter, it takes place in present day. So essentially it takes place in 1990s. So I have no idea why this is in the future. So already this is different yeah, and it, from it's, that. This has nothing to do with the game at all at this point. But but anyway, right out of the gate. So game's yeah. thrown to the side. Yeah. And uh, 
in short, the uh, the cops and the bad guys here end up <laughs> clashing, and we get some awesome fight moves from the game. They're yeah. doing these whirlwind kicks, which are hilarious, because they're like... Well... Yep, what? No, sorry. I was going to say, that that's that's how it's faithful to the actual game, where yeah. they're, they're doing moves from the from game. From the game, exactly. Which but is But it's cool. like a sped up stop motion, sort of, but it kind of works. It kind of works. Because it is from the game. It is. It's sped up, and it's it's funny, but it's not sped up to be cool. It's sped up to be funny. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? and, and sort of cool in a way, like, oh, cool. They're, it's like in a video game style. The other thing I wanted to say is, like, it's sort of wire-foo. Yeah. And if you're unfamiliar with that, think... Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which I think most of the population, um, under, you know, have seen that movie and understand what it is. So they just start flying. there's a lot of wire work. <laughs> there's people flying around all, not just on the hoverboard things, but they're all, they're like flying. <laughs> We're watching it right now. They're, they're flying all over the place, just doing their fighting moves and they're twirling around and spinning and doing special stuff. And there's energy flying from their fists and their legs it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good. So I, yeah, so I, they have this. It's not the clash. best I've seen, but it's, it's no, it's it's funny. I mean, it, it's, it, it's it's fun. It fits the feel of the movie, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. So, so they they're uh, they're fighting. They have after the the fight scene, basically, the two sets of guys end up going back in time. This is what launches us into our main story here. Yeah. So they go back in time, and we get a flashback or forward. It's however you want to look at it, uh -huh. to 1993. And we meet our main character, who is our loser dude that we end up following around. Yeah. What do you want to call him, Peter? You just want to call him main character? That's yeah, what I have in I'm going to call him main character, I think, is okay. how I is. So, <laughs> that's what I have him. Or our hero. Also, I just want to say something that's really funny to me. They're in the future. That's fine. Okay, that's not how the game, the source material goes. That's fine. But for whatever reason, our main villains are calling the cops they, they call them they refer to them as future cops even though they're from the same time right they're from the same time frame and they're still <laughs> future cops and it's like wait are you from the future yeah, like, All right, yeah. you're from the same time period i don't understand so we end up meeting our we get introduced to our hero our loser hero here and uh we basically we see that he is bullied and he is 28 and still in i say high school still in high school <laughs> okay uh, we'll, we'll go with high school and it's kind of he's a joke to everyone because he's got one friend it looked like uh, yeah. who is a girl but she's not his girlfriend uh, it's kind of a little yeah, muddy there just, uh, he's in the friend zone he's so, in the friend zone yeah definitely but uh, at least he has a friend so yeah. won't hold that against him yeah. so through these scenes these initial scenes we get introduced to the wacky over the top slapstick comedy uh, that basically encompasses the rest of the film <laughs> yeah um, so we get uh, it, we meet the main bully who is our main antagonist who has amazing hair by the way he is awesome he's got a nice big pompadour nice big pompadour I got and, that uh, in my notes yeah he is uh, credited only as school bully so I don't actually remember if they give him a name in the movie oh that's a good call that is a good call. Um, so they I just do call give him, him a bully. name, but I, I refer to him in my notes as Bully. So, um, yeah. And we'll definitely have to have a picture of the Bully and his pompadour on the site. Yeah. Because uh, that, uh, that is a pretty good one. Well, image guy, get on that. Image intern, get on that, buddy. <laughs> so, uh, through an internal dialogue with our main hero, we get introduced to the beauty of the school. I'm not going to spoil that scene because it is hilarious to me. But uh, the beauty of the school is nicknamed Crab Angel. Yeah, which, which I thought was hilarious. Awesome. I thought that was... Name. That's Again, this is why I think it's like anime. Because that is an anime thing like, uh, Crab Angel. <laughs> She's so wonderful. And I'm like, 
crab angel like that's the that's the best name like the cutest name or the you know sexiest name you could come up with is <laughs> crab angel. angel so that you know it's is, original is i'll give you great. that so yeah. crab angel is the girlfriend of the main bully our antagonist yeah so yeah he is uh anyway yes so yeah. they are together we get a nice scene of her coming on to our main loser hero guy, and where it's a little confusing at first because we yeah. don't really know them yet. They go to the biology room after class, and she convinces him to get naked, and it's hilarious. This whole scene, I'm not going to ruin it. Nick, but then the, you don't see anything. The bully and the friends come in with, and he just yells "camera" when he comes yeah. in, and it's the funniest. It's thing. the funniest <laughs> thing, and like all, all the they're in the science lab, and everything's like strategically placed so you can't see anything. Yeah, there's makes no it real even, nudity. Yeah, it <laughs> makes it real funny. But the best thing I love about this movie, and it's all through the opening, like you said, we're not even 10 minutes in when we get to the school. Like, all everything we've talked about is, like, at the seven-minute mark. We're yeah, up to, like, the seven right now. We're, yeah, we're at the, okay, almost eight-minute mark is what we're talking about. But I love, there's just, like, tons of sight gags. If you love, like, Tex Avery and, like, Tom and Jerry and, like, Warner Brothers cartoons... That kind of level of silliness. Yeah, just a slapstick just physical the, comedy. Just like three. Think about Three Stooges yeah. and how it's like a live action cartoon. That's what this is like. Definitely, it's so much fun. Yeah, it's so much fun. Sorry, I'm I'm so excited to talk about this movie. I can't help. No, and uh, you know the thing is, you could keep talking. We could just keep talking about any scene in this movie because it's hilarious. <laughs> and we're so I'm gonna keep moving. It's through got it great time because too. I really want you guys to watch it. So we're gonna keep moving through. Absolutely. Yeah. So. We end up learning uh, Chen Li from Street Fighter, uh, who is one of the you know main people in Street Fighter, but uh -huh. she is the Huge main character. hero's sister. So we end up learning that, and she yeah. is apparently sought after by many guys at school. Yeah. Uh, so then we meet the hero's mom, who seems, basically, we get the idea she's a bit crazy and weird and quite a character. Um, apparently there's no father around. That's never really explained. It's that not I addressed. It's not. It's not even referred to. Nope. They. Nope. Th okay. Let me explain something yeah. about the subtitles. I know we're we're deep into this already. The subtitles are what I like to call direct uh, translation. Yeah. And sometimes, like, here's the thing about subtitled quite movies. <laughs> it's a quite literal translation of what's going on. And what I mean by that is like. It's a, it's like word for word. Like, you know how you type something in in Google Translate sometimes, and it doesn't, like, you understand what it's trying to say, yeah. but it doesn't, the grammar it's doesn't fit, and the it. syntax <laughs> is improper. improper. Yeah. That's exactly how these subtitles are. So you can understand what's going on, but it, it's, you're like, uh, that's not, because we get to one section, and he says something to people, it basically, like, don't mess with me, yeah. but he says something, and I'm like, uh, that's not what you would say to a person. Like, that's not... And yeah, if this, we're if not you said ruin that, that And if you said... Yeah, I'm not going to ruin that, and I'm not going to say it. <laughs> but if you would say that to somebody, you'd be getting in a fist fight, or you'd, there's something bad would be happening. It's, it's such an inappropriate it's an response it's an to inappropriate, what is, what's going on. It's an inappropriate response, period. But it's like an inappropriate response for what's happening. So it's a Which direct it translation. So, And it's actually kind of funny, because the subtitles are sort of like a bad dub in that they're because they're a direct translation like they don't fit one to one like there you can understand what's happening yeah, yeah. it's i don't know how to explain it without an actual thing yeah we'll, we'll have some examples up on the site yeah we'll, we'll have some, some examples yeah, we'll definitely have some gifts up there so you can see exactly what we're talking about but i think that 
and and to cover plays the gamut, into just it real as quick, well. Max says gifts, and I say gifs. So whichever side of the fence you're on, you can take you know whoever side. Yeah, well, just to, I said gif in the first episode. I never say gif again. I was nervous. It's like Stephen Chan. It's gif, guys. It's gif. Like I'm giving a gift to you. It's gif. It's graphic. Okay. So there you go. It's not like the peanut. So, it's not like the peanut butter, Peter. So moving on. <laughs> you know what? Pause this podcast right now. We're gonna hash this out. So there's no father around. <laughs> yeah, what were Back we talking? We were. What were we talking about? Yeah, so, there's no, it does. What I wanted to say. This is what. This is how far I get you off track. What I wanted to. This is why you take point, and I don't. What I wanted to say was they refer to the mom's boyfriend as uncle, uncle which Richard. is why, which is how we got on the so on funny. the subtitles. That's where I was going next. It's so. because it's like okay, I can kind of see that because that's if you're familiar with like Asian culture, yeah. like they they are very respectful. So anybody, it's like oh, somebody who dates my mom would be considered uncle. So uncle for like us, a, we're it's like, like a respectful title. It's like a respectful also. title. Yeah. But if you're like, wait a second, you're somebody who's dating your mom, you'd say your mom's it's boyfriend your or your dad. Yeah. But that's. That's the thing. It's so that's where I was going uncle. with that. Yeah. Five years later. So, after all of that, we get introduced to his family and everything. And the next scene, we get uh, the cops end up basically those future cops come back and they yeah. end up with our our main hero loser, and uh, they decide they're going to help him out in his life since he can most likely lead them to the judge that they are looking for. Yeah. Because they discern that he goes to the same school. So that's kind of what sets things in motion here a bit. Yeah. And that, if I can interrupt, yeah, that's yeah. sort of like there was a cartoon that I used to watch as a kid. It's called Doraemon. Yeah. Uh, it's a Japanese kids cartoon. It's a great. It's about a robot cat that comes from the future. It's sent back by his um, um, relatives from the future to help him to make his life better, to make him a better person. So the robot cat comes back, but the whole thing about the robot cat coming back is that. It's supposed to help him make his life better, but it doesn't quite work out like it's supposed to. So that that reminds me when these guys are sent back to make this guy's life better, it doesn't work out as planned. Also, speaking of this, there's a lot of allusions to other animes, and the bullies that are with the main bully, with the pompadour, um, remind me of the the main characters, or the, the bullies from that Doraemon yeah, uh, anime. And if I if I didn't mention it, I would be sad in my heart because I used to watch that with my yeah. Japanese friends growing up I was when I was a little would, kid. Because I knew you liked yeah, it. Yeah, I'd love And I, I did see Doraemon. on you know online reading other people's comments, it looks like that was supposed to be a pretty clear... Yeah, it's it's a pretty yeah. clear like thing. And that's they're embracing that that whole thing. And there's there's other allusions to other animes which we'll touch on, but I really had to kind of speak to that a little oh, bit. Because I, I yeah. really genuinely love it. I own it on DVD. When it's like rainy outside and I'm doing chores, I just throw that DVD on and watch it. It's fun. It's no, it's good. I'm such a dork, I, I, it, but it's 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 a, it's a good time. No, it's, it's a good good, good, good little time. trivia about the movie. Yeah, it's good trivia about the movie yeah. Yeah. and uh, little insights. So they're gonna help him out, and the one thing to know about the bully is he has a maid that follows him around while he's at school and like helps him out, carries like an umbrella for him when yeah. they're out in the sun. I want to talk about that. So, umbrella. You know, he's real pimp. So um, <laughs> uh, with his maid, so. What they're going to do to help him out is uh, Dulcin, one of the characters in here, who's one of the cops, yeah. uh, he is basically going to follow him around and act as his maid, and that way he gets into the school. Did you notice his umbrella? It's a baseball cap. It's cam. a baseball cap. 
It yes, looks like a baseball cap. It's yeah, awesome. I love it. I kind of so, love it. I kind of love it. Yeah, so the umbrella he's carrying around for him, and he's carrying him on his back into school and everything. <laughs> and, and immediately when they get to school, the bully's upset about this because he thinks he's copying him, so he tries to beat him up, and Dawson saves him right away, basically. So yeah. he, And that's a pretty funny scene, too, so I'm not going to go into that one too yeah. much. you just you got to watch it. you got to watch it, man. Self. And then, uh, so back at home... Uh, Chun Li catches Andy Lau and Kyle. Uh, I'm just gonna refer to him. Andy Lau is Andy Lau. Sorry, so I just gotta refer to him that way. So. Uh, yeah, Andy Andy Lau is Vega. Yeah, probably. And Vega's the anyway. Anyway, that's his character. I'm just that's gonna call him Andy Lau because it's Andy Lau. He's one of the future cops. So yeah, the two of the cops that are staying back at home while the other one is helping him out at school, oh uh, they get caught by Chun Li in the kitchen. So to play it off, you're seriously gonna skip over that. Skip over what? Whether in the, okay, so so Dalsim is who's got the umbrella. He's helping the main character at school, right? So the other two cops from the future are stuck at home. But see, here's the thing: the sister and the mom don't know that there's future cops in the house, so they're stuck in his room. Right. Right. And, and they're so hungry. She him. He's hungry. They're hungry. Right. So so I wasn't um, gonna spoil that guy. That's okay. Really? This is why we went over stuff in the beginning. Okay. Never mind. They're eating shoes. It's it's weird. They're just in there. They're eating shoes. And then they get excited because they don't want to eat shoes. They think <laughs> everybody's gone shoes. from the house. And they go down and they open the refrigerator and we're like, oh, they're going to get food. No, they're going to eat the refrigerator. They're going to eat the refrigerator. Because in the future, people eat like inanimate Things, objects apparently. instead of food. Sorry. So that was hilarious. Sorry. I had to mention it. So I, she catches it. I had to mention it. Because they're... They cut from one scene and they're like, yeah, yeah, eat this. And they're eating shoes. So the gag I was going to go ahead and spoil. There's so many non sequiturs. And look, I'm not. Re- I, that's one thing of so many other things I'm not going to talk about. I'm, t- I'm giving you a hard time. I know you are. Keep giving me a hard time. So Andy Lau, oh, after he gets caught, he grabs Guile, picks him up. And just to play it off, he starts sweeping the floor. <laughs> Because Guile has this huge flat top that's yeah. like a broom, okay. sort of. So I know we're going to talk about uh, Street Fighter too much, but t- describe Guile from the video game. So from the video game, he's like a, on a U.S. Army base, yeah. kind of a U.S. Army guy. He's but Air he's got, Force, but whatever. Whatever. Air Force, you're correct, yes. yes uh, it's, yeah, it's he's there. Okay. Anyway, so he's on like an aircraft carrier and stuff. Yeah, okay. Yes. okay. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, he's got this big flat top hairdo that's yeah. all like buzzed and straight and whatever. But it's like, it's really it's over the top. It's over the top and it's really long in the video game and it, it is, it looks like a broom because it's not straight up. It like, like fans out. Fans it. out. Like a paintbrush. Like a paintbrush. It looks exactly like, and it's blonde and he like combs it you know, in the video game when he wins. So in the movie, they end up giving him the name because of this scene, Broom Man. And they refer to him several times as that. Which I think is amazing. And I think it's hilarious. See, this so. movie... Okay, so if you've ever seen the 1994 Jean-Claude Van Damme movie and why it fell short, this movie has character. This movie has style. This movie doesn't necessarily get all the details right, but I think it stays true to what is great about the video game and what is great about the silliness of it. You know what I mean? Sure. Of Street Fighter. Because Street Fighter is a, is a great game, first off. It's yeah. a, first off, I don't think we mentioned that, how great of it. It's an amazing game. It, it's a series that has stuck around to this day, it's actually from the 80s. It didn't get popular till the 90s, but right. the second game, um, which had so many versions of it. 
but it's just an amazing game but the greatest thing about it is all the characters the characters were over the top and weird and just like out of this world like there's a green guy from brazil in in the <laughs> blanca. game blanca like it's like what what is that you know what i mean he's like a monster and, and yeah exactly and then there's like a mike tyson ripoff in the game yeah, m bison and we won't get into that. We won't talk about yeah, all the Street Fighter yeah. stuff. But there's like a Russian wrestler, yep. and he's over the top. Like, everybody is over the top in the game. And they're caricatures. Yeah. But you love it because it stands out from, like, all the other generic, like, games. And this this movie does the same thing where it embraces the silliness. It embraces the over-the-top craziness. And that's what I love about it. Is And that's why it's more fun to watch than this stupid Hollywood-made one that I just um, I'm absolutely totally bored of. I've seen it a few times, and they try to make fun of it, but it's it's not even a, a good bad movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's kind of, it falls a little flat to be enjoyable. Yes. Yep. So anyway, had to inject that there. So after that scene, uh, well, so to play it off, he's using him as a broom, right? And then uh, right. he, he says that he's he's doing chores for money for her brother because he's poor and. There's some funny stuff that comes from that. Yeah. Next scene. <laughs> so Broomman. <laughs> He's so poor. Okay. I won't say it. <laughs> Broomman and Andy Lau need to get into the school to try and help find the the judge because they're not having any luck finding him. Yeah. So they go to school and they pose as a new teacher and a new student so they can help find him. And Andy Lau is posing as a, a student and uh, we get Broomman as a teacher. Yeah. So we get uh, Andy Lau in class. Some crazy things happen. Uh, yeah, he ends up, I, you know, some things happen. We he got to get a gif of that. Him he uses class. a snake as a belt. Okay. So I want to talk about that. <laughs> Sorry. There's a couple things I want to talk about because you, you kind of need to explain if you if you're unfamiliar. With it. But I want to yeah. talk about we need to get a gif of him in class. Oh, I know. Uh, I, I have that in my notes here that we're going to go ahead and get one up on the side oh, as well. Because I love that. So, I oh, love that gif. That's, that's great. Or that, that scene. It's amazing. Uh, you're gonna see what we're gonna talk about, where he's balancing a bunch of stuff. Yeah, he's just too cool. It's you know, he's too cool, and, anyway. and and it genuinely is awesome. It, is. it looks that was, amazing. That was a good scene. It's a good scene. I didn't know what he's doing, but to the bullies, to because they don't like that the main character is getting help from these future cops who are now in the school with him, <clears throat> college. Uh, they plant a snake in Andy Lau's book bag or folder yeah. or something or not folder but like books his or something. Backpack, yeah. his backpack so he goes into it and he gets it he rips something out of the snake and i i was too curious he rips something out of the snake and he eats it yeah it's a little graphic actually because it was probably real it's it looked real <laughs> it looked absolutely yeah. it, it's graphic in the sense of like oh i'm not expecting that but again just a different culture just right. a different culture if i don't know i don't know how to describe it but the Asian culture, specifically Chinese, think that um, snake gallbladders are helpful for respiratory. They think that you know it's, it's Eastern med- respiratory. Yeah. It's, it's helpful for arthritis. It's helpful for the um, arteries, digesting, uh, vitality. Mm. They think that's what they that's what they say, and they could be right. Honestly, they're an ancient culture. You know, and you know, Eastern medicine versus Western medicine. I'm not even gonna get into that, <laughs> but I think that's interesting. But it, it was. <laughs> the funny part is is that he rips that gallbladder out which I believe is the gallbladder out of the snake that was in his bag he eats it yep 
the whole entire class like backs into Whoa. a corner yeah, and go to the other freaked side. out yeah. by which I was like okay so it's not just me that that's weird no, like they they acknowledge them. they yeah. acknowledge that it's weird but it's I just had to mention it because I watched that and I was like okay I've seen so many uh, kung fu movies I've seen so many <laughs> Hong Kong cinema I'm familiar with Asian culture Chinese Japanese and Korean Asian that. culture no. I've I've seen it before yeah. but I don't I didn't understand what it originated uh, from yeah. but apparently it's like it's you're sort of like uh, your hard edge if you do that. You're kind of like it's kind of like Rocky when he puts like eggs, eggs yeah. in, 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 a, in a cup and he drinks like three eggs or six eggs in a thing for protein. It's kind of like that situation if you want to equate it to something. Gotcha. Do you know what I, I mean? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I thought that would be interesting. No, that is. Yeah, I thought that'd be interesting. No, I didn't. Yeah, and then he and then he ties the snake around his waist like a belt. So you know he's he's pretty <laughs> again. Like Crocodile Dundee or something like that. But like, yeah, like my boots, I made them out of... Showing how sweet he is. Crocodile. So, <laughs> he's pretty awesome. So then... He's pretty powerful too. <laughs> so to another scene, we get uh, Broomman as a teacher in class. And this is where... This one was kind of funny because, as I mentioned before, several of these guys were pop stars over in Hong Kong. And we get our first musical scene. Oh, yeah. I so, love this. I love this. Crab Angel is in the class. And while he's doing the whole musical scene and he's singing, she's having a whole fantasy thought about him. <laughs> and it's pretty funny. And they're in various scenes. The only one I'll really mention is that the one was like the pottery scene from Ghost. And yeah. They're, they're and if you up. notice in his bedroom later, the posters on the wall. Yeah, it was in Chun Li's bedroom. Actually. Yeah. 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 They're, they're, oh, I'm sorry. Right. Yeah, the ghost posters in the, there. The posters are along with the Aladdin dolls. So they, they know what they're doing. It, they, <laughs> so. well, they, yeah, exactly. It wasn't for no But I put in my notes, music video breaks out for no reason, and I'm okay with it. That's just what I put to head. It's, it's, it's actually pretty. It doesn't it last too long. Funny. No, it was good. And yeah. it's very funny. Yeah. It's, it's extremely entertaining. So, uh, skipping ahead a little bit, uh, Andy Lau and Chun Li end up kind of getting together and they go out on a date. Yeah. So, this is my favorite scene. Getting romantic. So, they go and they go to an arcade. Oh, this is your favorite scene? And they're walking around. I love this scene. Okay. So they uh, they keep calling it a TV game for the, for arcade games <laughs> at, the, at the arcade. Yeah, they keep saying TV, and which so, I guess is accurate in a sense. It's so great because she's like, well, what do you do in your time for fun? And he's like, we go in the TV game. So he beams them into the TV game. So they're in an arcade machine. It's just an old style oh, yeah. arcade cabinet, you know, machine. So they go in. Guess and what game, guys? Cracks me up because it's like they're in like some reject Mario and Luigi costumes. Yeah, they're that, terrible. Like, you would get like knock off for like uh, at some really low budget you know halloween store or something it's terrible they're terrible it, but it's it's funny because it works it, and it, well there's it like works, a random mario dude it's not too distracting yeah. there's stupid little turtles scurrying around on the floor oh it's i don't want to ruin too much of the scene it's very very funny it's great and you get some people in the arcade some of the other people come up and they're like oh look what's going on in the arcade so they're looking in the cabinet at them it's it cracks me up so i love that scene i'm not i don't really don't want to ruin it okay i want to talk it about it too much up. there's one thing in there that i was like oh yeah. But it's 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 I agree. I, I really I like that scene. I don't want to harp on it too much. I think no, great, so. I think it's really great, and I think it's really good, and uh, it's it's very entertaining. It's like you said, like, and you don't even know it's they're wearing bad costumes, but it's yeah. mostly it's just a gag. And oh, it, it and they know they're bad costumes. I mean, come on. They, yeah, you know, there's, oh, yeah, there they is know. some budget to the movie and everything. Yes, yeah. it's, it's hilarious. Yeah, because so. the movie's actually really well shot. Yeah, it's yeah. really well shot. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry we, a, it on the we, we looked. We looked at the, at the screen <laughs> as a really funny part just happened, 
And oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> the next big scene you in gotta our watch movie it. is uh, our main hero. He has to go to some sporting event for no reason. I'm sure just for the school. Well, it's just for the school. <laughs> and he's going to uh, win some different events because you know he's our hero. Yeah. So before the event, uh, he well gets... the villains finally show up. Yeah, the bad guys we've, are in the event. We've been too. we've been missing them for a while because they've been establishing everything. But the bad guys, they left. I don't know how time travel works uh, in this universe, but they left before the the future cops because the future cops were like, we need to go back in the past. Well, but they, they mentioned it. But they waited it. What what did they say? He, uh, I have a note in here. Yeah, you, it's not for a couple you, points you, here, but whoa. I said they say their time machine is slower than the cops' time machine. I forget exactly the phrase, but they, they say something. I like don't that. remember that. But to be fair, I did watch this at like 5 a.m. this morning. And then I watched it again at 8 a.m. this morning. Because <laughs> I, did, you would remember I didn't get much sleep. I don't remember that part. You could be right. I doubt it. I don't remember that. I do remember them saying at the beginning that they're like, they weren't sure if it worked. But I just thought that was a thing of like making it adventurous. But I don't remember them saying that it. Uh, they said something about being slower. So okay. there was a reference to that. I'm bad at watching movies, guys. What are we watching? Blood Fist? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, no. No, no, no. no. Uh, anyway, all right. So. <laughs> so at the sporting event, before. Before that starts, he gets this terrible sweater from his lady friend, and it's all—he's oh, all enthusiastic and he's happy about it. And yeah, because it's, it's he got it he from his, to see it. He got it from his friend, and she, she really she likes him. him and it's, it's, he's stuck in the friend zone, awful. and he's just like—it's so awful. It's so hilarious. I mean, he's killed that sweater. It's that awful. If it was a person, I think I would shoot it in the face. Anyway. Moving on. Uh, so Dalsim, his buddy there that's been following him around before the sporting event, gives him some cookies. And the cookies are cool because they've got each of the three cops on them. So he can take them to gain their powers for five minutes. I love that. And I thought that was cool. I love that. So it's pretty funny because it's corny. Again, that's very anime. It's pretty funny. So... I'm not going to go into the scenes too much. You just got to watch it. But there's funny scenes with him doing each of these events. And, and the announcers. He, yeah. yeah, the announcers are hilarious. They, yeah, they've got a whole bet going on. Yeah, it's funny as it it's goes good. on. All I'm going to tell you, skipping ahead, he wins the trophy and he wins the competition and gives the trophy to his lady. So it's, it's pretty good. So, That's pretty apparent, though. We're not spoiling too much on that one. No. And by this time, as Mac mentioned, the bad guys from the future finally show up. So they're going to help the bully out. So they stage a fight scene in front of the school, and Ken, one of the future bad guys, is posing as a new teacher now, and all the girls are falling for him because he's the new hot guy, you know, because he's he's better than Broom Man. Apparently. Right. So and, and and it's interesting to note that his hair is like shoulder length at the start of the movie, but when he's the teacher, yeah, it's like very, it's pretty clean cut. Yeah, he's got a nice clean cut. He's got a clean cut it's thing. Pretty, it's it's. I guess it's, that's something it's, in the future they can. It's just not long. Shrink and grow their hair. Yeah, it's at not. Will, so. It's not long, but it's it's definitely not shoulder length. Yeah. Just, it's interesting to know. Yeah, it was actually, I'll be honest, I got confused at one point, and I'm like, wait, was that this? Oh, yeah, okay. That was what? So anyway, okay. it was a quick confusion. In the video game, he's a, he's an American with blonde hair. In this, you know, everybody's Asian. Yeah. Um, this The Ken guy has basically a blonde streak. And Ken is a street hair. fighter name. In this, it's Kent, you know, to be different. It's Kent. So that's, that's pretty sweet. To avoid lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's that's all it is. That's the names have been changed. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> to protect. So Andy Lau ends up getting injected with a serum that makes him revert back to a baby over Drugs, a baby. Of time. And so they need to try and save him before this happens. So he keeps getting dumber and dumber and like younger and younger, uh-huh. and like basically mentally. Yeah, it's so, like a reverting. Yeah. So Ken steals Crab Angel from Broom Man and takes her out to, and I love this, an eight twelve store for a date. Because, you know, everybody goes to knock off 7-Elevens in, the, you know, in 93 for dates. And hey, that's it's in, it's in Hong Kong. You don't know that they didn't have those. The, what, 8-12s? Yeah, you know that. I've they, been to Japan, and 7-Elevens are a big thing in Japan. 7-Elevens are a big thing I've in Japan. I've never seen 8-12s. <laughs> so, you, you didn't go to Hong Kong? I did not. I'm actually on to my brother. So Bro, did you go to did you go to eight twelves? Yeah, especially on dates. You know, you gotta, is that where you take the the high school ladies yeah. that you're dating when you're okay? An older I took all of my dates to the Circle K, but that you know, it's whatever. Anyway, anyway, strange things are about the Circle K. <laughs> Thank okay. you. You picked up on that. I got it. So that's right. I high five. I don't care, <laughs> hipsters. Now, Broomman shows up because he's been chasing them, and that's pretty funny how he arrives in style. I'm not going to ruin that one. No. So he arrives at the 812 store, and they have all I'll say is an epic fight that ends up tearing apart the 812 store. Yeah. And it's pretty good because it's funny with this movie. We've talked about the budget being kind of, you know, crummy a lot of times, or seemingly crummy. But again, I think it's just a pet project. That's why it's not like they didn't put a lot of stuff into it but well, they, they just tear this building apart they, well that's what I love about Hong Kong action movies they spare no expense the story could be garbage the acting could be terrible but you know the action is where it's at yeah. so explosions buildings falling down people getting probably physically hurt in real life oh, is probably gonna happen but that action is gonna they, they're gonna capture some amazing stuff and I'm gonna have to say it's over the top and it's silly but that doesn't mean it's not good it's really good in this movie and I, it's it's high quality stuff, and you, you're right. They absolutely destroyed everything <laughs> it was around. Pretty good. It, I was like, wow. And it was, was like, funny at the same time. It was funny so, and fun yeah. and exciting. It was and a good scene. And it was it's a really good scene. And the reason why I bring up the hair thing is that all of a sudden, oh, <laughs> uh, Ken, who comes to show, uh, fight Dalsim in this scene, uh, he there's like smoke, and then his clothes change. And his hair goes back to shoulder length, right. which I thought was absolutely awesome. Yeah. Like he was concealing it somehow through oh, like oh yes, the magic of yeah, <laughs> which I thought was amazing. But that's typical of Hong Kong cinema, man. They now you they see me however, yeah. <laughs> now you now you're you're ready and prepared to, to face me. Now you can see my true form <laughs> again. Anime. It's it's total. That's an, it's a very anime thing to do. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and so. After Which that, so basically, Broomman ends up winning the fight, and because he doesn't, you know, end up killing Ken or whatever, so Ken ends up giving. Uh, we go back to the arcade, by the way, and Chun Li and Andy Lau are back there. Ken shows up there because he didn't kill him. He ends up giving him the antidote. Yeah, they have like sort of I an. Ex- might have said that weird. That's all right. They they have Dalsum who's fighting Ken who in the fight we we're just talking about. They have an exchange, and Dalsum's like. Please, he's like, I don't want to fight you. You're a great fighter. Like it's one of those honor things where yeah. he's like, you're a good opponent. So, I don't, I so don't want to hurt buddy you. The antidote so can you exactly? So can you please give me my my friend the antidote? He's going to die, and so he's like, what? No, I'm a bad guy. What are you, what are you asking me for? But eventually he comes 
to his senses and he comes to the arcade and he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to help you out because you're so, you were so respectful and you're so honorable right. in your, in your fight. So you, you, know, you defeated me. So like, you know, you can yeah. help him out. So the, the friend won't die. He got the injection earlier. So. So, so that's, that's good. good. So that's, that's been resolved. That's been so resolved. He's not. He's not gonna. So he's good. Completely go. We can stop biting our nails. Yeah. Once, you know, we <laughs> his, were on the edge of our seats. His brain's not gonna melt because he's <laughs> reverting to a toddler or whatever. So we cut to another scene where our hero is having his birthday party, and he's all you know bummed out because he's a loser and whatever else. Anyway, so at the birthday party, he gets some news that his mom is going to marry Uncle Richard, and who's not his uncle by the way. It's just a respectful. Title. I know. I just keep calling him yeah. Uncle Richard. So. I think we established yeah, okay. Anyway. Chime but then, you know, it ruins his birthday because it shifts focus. Stealing his thunder. And uh, so, <laughs> uh, what we learn in this scene, this is a pivotal scene because we learn this will change our hero's name. And he will, in fact, become the judge. He's the judge. So these are those spoilers that Spew warned you about. That's right. And so everyone has been looking for him this whole time, and it's been him right there. Uh. Were you surprised so, at all? I was totally surprised. Were you I really? I could not believe it. No. Oh. I hate no, you. My, I Actually, I believed you. You totally got me. Oh, okay. and sinker. Right. So, yeah, and, anyway, and copy of England. It would time. take a Sherlock Holmes to figure this story out. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. Uh, because they don't focus on anybody else that he is the guy. But he doesn't have the right... At the beginning of the movie, he doesn't have the right name. But by the end of it, because his mom marries the guy... Now, again, this is why I say this is weird. Because in real life, this guy's like uh, 25. Or he's in his 20s. No, he's 28, they say at the beginning. He says it. Oh, he does. So are you in high school in 28? Because I was not in high school no, at 28. and that's why he makes the joke about it, because he's still in high school at 28. No, they're in college. All right, we'll figure this out later. He's in college. They're in college. If you're in high school and you're 28, which is impossible, by the way, then there's seriously something wrong with you. Okay, so now he's grabbing the Roku remote, and he's going to go back. I'm telling you, it's a call. How many times have we done this and we go to IMDb and I'm right, guys? I'm right every time. I'm right every time. But he goes back. So we find out that he marries, the mom is marrying the, the boyfriend, who he, they call the uncle out of respect or whatever. The brother, his, you know, the main character and the sister are now, their names are going to change, essentially. You know, right. They're going to take on the stepdad's name. And because of that, it's 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 the person that the future cops were looking for right so okay so they're getting married we learn he's going to be the judge or in the future that's his name now so that is the guy they were looking for the whole time so meanwhile we cut back to the future i want to be the guy bison has escaped and he's coming back in time to 93 to kill the judge for himself. That's right. You guys, are, you lackeys have not got the job done. So he's not happy. So That's the bully right. ends up trying to help Bison out, and there's some stuff going on there. School goes crazy. And so Bison takes over the school, and he basically makes everyone start acting crazy. I don't think that's really explained. Did you catch Not at all. Okay, so it doesn't matter. Not at all. No explanation. I think just him showing up is enough to... There's some pretty funny... His influence has infiltrated everything because his lackeys are there yeah. or you know his lackeys were already there but he's just like oh yeah he's Make like the big big stupid. guy it's like when the big boss comes into town for work if you work at a corporate job or whatever even in the small place everybody's like oh you know you're on your best behavior the whole place you can feel it you know there's a tension there and that's what's uh, that we're supposed to infer that or whatever so, so. It's in chaos. And there's some pretty funny scenes here. Some guys chasing girls around and whatnot. So that's pretty fun. So 
now to fight off Bison and his crew. Yeah. Because they go to... I'm cutting ahead quite a bit. You're right. Here. Can so, I talk about Bison a little bit? Yeah, go for it. Please okay, do. the one thing I want to mention is that his voice is... Oh, he doesn't talk. Yeah, his mouth doesn't move. Right. And his voice is, sort of sounds like Darth Vader, or it sounds like... Not, not as, like, robotic as that, but, like, it's over the top. Like, it's just... It's overpowering. It's louder. It's, it's booming. Yeah. It echoes. Yeah. When nobody else's voice echoes... But his mouth doesn't move. So it's like he's talking in your head. Yeah. Like he can project. Yeah. And if you're familiar with the game, um, Bison has like psychokinetic powers or something like that. That's something. why he's that's why he's the boss of the game. Right. It's because he's more powerful than everybody else. Yeah. Again, this movie is is it ties into the game a little bit. Like it, yeah, it, it shows respect to the source material. And I think that carries weight. And I and again, if you haven't heard of this movie, I'm upset that I've I I only just found out about this movie from Peter uh, a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> so I'm upset that I haven't heard of this game. So if you're a big fan of Street Fighter, you definitely have to watch this movie. There is no ifs ands or buts about it. But yeah, like Bison, his mouth doesn't move, which I find actually pretty hilarious. And the actor's facial expression, who I've seen before, does a really good job of conveying that. Yeah, like when you're watching him, yeah, he does do a good job. It's like his mouth isn't moving, and it seems stupid. But it's it's really it, it works. He makes it work. Yep. So yeah, no, he did a good job. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so Bison's back, and so to help fight him, those future cops give our main hero guy, and Chun Li and their mom and Uncle Richard apparently, because yeah. he pops up later. They give them like this implant sort of a thing. It's supposed to be a chip, and it's a chip. Yes, and it's and there's different, and it gives them powers. What'd you say? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I thought yes, it was a chip. Oh, sorry. I thought you said something else. Like, it's not a chip. I was like, what? It is a chip. They said they specifically said it's a chip. Yeah, oh, I'm did. sorry. I didn't hear you. Sorry. So, and they, they give them powers. powers. But I, I do kind of want to spoil this, and I want a gift for this. If you've ever seen the movie, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, Total Recall, <laughs> they essentially do a reverse of Total Recall. When he, like, goes in his brain and pulls out the the transmitter out of his brain I'm sure you've seen that gif before if you've never seen that movie it's been on TV like a million times he goes and he pulls that transmitter out of his nose and it's like a it's like the size of a ping pong ball and the effect of it in Total Recall is amazing like it looks almost real like he's pulling that out of his brain through his nose like he sticks up well this is reverse they're putting up something in his brain and they like have like vice grips Ply, like plier vice grips in this movie and they're putting something that's the size of an orange up his nose and the great part about it is that the effect is so good because they've got makeup on the main character and his nostril is as big as an orange and they're shoving that thing up it so it's not like doesn't he have like a hammer or something too yeah he's, he's like it smacking it in there it sounds so graphic and horrible but when you're looking it's at it it's funny. so cartoonish and funny yeah. I just it's it's so amazing and I'm leaving so much out I know I'm spoiling some of these things but when you see it you still I'm describing it but you it's still gonna make you laugh even though you know it's coming yeah you, do you agree or yeah, yeah no yeah. it's hilarious yeah, yeah. I, I, I like that scene I really like that scene so they get the brain chips so they get the chips and basically our, our final battle scenes start to ensue now that everybody has their powers so really, I don't I don't want to go too much into these final fight scenes because they are hilarious. There's so many points you could sit here and just keep talking about. Uh, we'll get several of these clips probably up on the site. I think yeah. we're gonna definitely have to. Um, and at this point, there's only about ten minutes left in the movie. Yeah. From these fight scenes, Mac, is there anything you wanted to describe? Um. Okay. Specifically, we're watching out? it right now. 
the one thing I love about it is that okay, it takes all of the powers of the the characters from the uh, movie in in consideration. So uh, the Brazilian guy who we mentioned is uh, Green uh, Blanca. He has electrical powers, yeah, like he, he discharges up in a ball in the game. Like he he charges that, and he can curl up into a ball and throw himself across the screen. There's one guy who's from Spain. Uh, his name is Vega. Who's the Andy Lau character? Andy Lau he has like about. Wolverine claws on his thing. They're not exactly Wolverine because they're two, but whatever. Yeah. He's got claws on his hand. He's but got he a mask three. on his face. But in this one, he's got three for whatever reason. But it doesn't matter. So he so he's doing he's doing Vega stuff with the claw. The guy who's the broomhead, who we talked about, who is Guile. He's supposed to be in the game. He's like he throws this like essentially this energy boomerang, not a boomerang, but this energy. Like it looks like a boomerang. I don't know how to describe. It's like a disc. He throws a disc across the screen. They show that. So it's they're taking into consideration all the powers these characters have in the video game, and they're incorporating in it. And they're not the best kung fu scenes I've ever seen, but they are very good. They're entertaining. Yeah. Again, for for what yeah. this is, this is supposed to be a cartoonish, like anime style, over the top comedy. Yeah. Comedy, action comedy, action comedy, yeah. and it's very well choreographed. It's very well done. It's really fun. And it, like again, if you're a fan of that game, you definitely have to watch this movie. Even it's if you're not, yeah. even if you're not, you can still get something out of it. So the one, the one piece I'm going to say then after yeah. that with these yeah. fight scenes here that I will go ahead and sort of spoil is after all the Street Fighter talk and everything that you've talked about, for uh-huh. some reason our main hero becomes Goku. Yeah, from Dragon Ball Z. From Dragon Ball Z. So again, another anime thing. But why? I mean, anyway, it's it's funny. It works well, with the movie. But it's, here's it's, the thing. There's a couple of. Uh, when this movie was released, uh, I think the there's different versions of Street Fighter 2, the game that we're talking about. So there's like the original cast that we'll call it of characters from the video game, okay. but then they added more. Yeah, you know, with DJ and Cammy and T right. Hawk. So and Fei Long. So like those characters aren't represented in this movie. It's just the original cast of characters from the video game. So there's not really a whole lot left. So I really don't know who he could be from. The, from the real series, from the from the original series, right? Um, I, it doesn't make sense, but to be fair, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z is is all you know. Dra- I mean, Dragon Samuel. Ball and Dragon Ball Z are all about fighting. Yeah, this is about fighting. So I see the logic, and honestly, at this point, they're like, we don't have the license. This thing is over the top. Who it's cares? at this. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's off the rails. It's completely off the rails. And and honestly, I like it. I really like that. Because guess what? I love Dragon Ball and I love Dragon Ball Z. So I love that Goku's in this for some reason. So again, you can't take it too seriously. And if you do, you're going to hate it because it doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah, but, but I, I like watching it. a comedy. I don't know. For something serious. Exactly. I just think this it's funny and I think it's great that he's in this for absolutely. It has nothing to do with Street Fighter. It has nothing to do with anything. But I love that Goku's in here for some if you don't know with Dragon Ball Z I'm not going to explain it you just got to look it up it's just another franchise it's just another franchise it's just it's a manga anime that they just threw in there so so yeah after that I mean of course as you would expect in predictable fashion the good guys win the fight of course they're all back at the uh, main characters like uh, his room has like a what balcony on it and yeah, where they originally right. arrived yeah, and so, so they're all back there and they're saying their goodbyes well, they have to go back to the point that they entered right so yeah they're back there and they're saying their goodbyes there's some little funny 
things there. Uh, and and through the course of the movie, uh, different there's yeah. there's a lot of there's different females w- within the movie that we haven't probably brought up, but they've all kind of paired off with the future cops and the main character, right? Except for one, except for one, <laughs> which, which is there's a little funny thing about that. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so then Ryu from Street Fighter arrives from the future to the past. Yeah, and he sa- tells them. They can go ahead and remain, basically, because a super Sai Ah man has arrived from Japan and they need to kill him. It's subtle. So this is Goku, is who they're referring to, from Dragon Ball Z, who is the main character. But they're all thrilled, and it ends with them, yay, because they get to stay. They get to stay, because it was, it was a tearful goodbye, and none of them wanted to leave, so. So they get to stay. And that's essentially what it is. And the funny thing is, it ends sort of the same way that the 1994, the year after the Hollywood thing ends, with like a hero pose, and it's just like a freeze frame. Yeah, freeze frame. But this freeze frame is well earned, because we've, I feel like we've had a good time with this, and they've sort of earned that free freeze frame whereas in the definitely more fun in the Jean-Claude Van Damme one I'm like they're trying way too hard uh, but in this one it's like yeah we've had a fun ride we've had fun with these characters we've grown I, I genuinely like this movie I do too yeah I've, I've seen it several times now I'll watch it again you know obviously I've watched take it notes here for it yeah I, I really liked it the funny thing to me that I'll just say for somebody more casual to watch it uh, my wife came down she wasn't going to watch it with me I started it that morning she literally came down while I was just starting it and she sat down she had just woken up she ended up watching the whole thing with me and she loved it that's awesome it was hilarious and it's not her normal thing so yeah i'm just saying if you can get past some of the like corniness of it at first when you first put it on it's the film quality is pretty crummy you can't get past the first 10 minutes then it's probably not for you but as you get into it it is pretty funny i i think you know if you like if this sounds appealing to you at all i think it would be Something that you can easily sit down and watch. If you it's, love Street Fighter, or if even if you don't like Street Fighter, you're like oh, I'm a casual. I know what Street Fighter is. You should watch this movie. Yeah, I, 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 there's no, there's no question. But there's no reason you shouldn't watch this movie. So I, and you know, just to end, say, at I've the end of these shows, we always give our recommendations. Yeah. Uh, I would, I'll go ahead and say I definitely recommend this as a comedy. I, I don't need to keep saying if you like this or that or the other. We've already covered that. But yes, this definitely has a recommendation for me. I, I like this one. Yeah, I. I I genuinely like it. It's not. It's not going to knock your socks off. No, no. But I think it, in certain ways, in certain ways, it pays homage to the source material. It has love for the source material. Honestly, I wish they would have gotten the rights to do it because I think they would have done yeah. it real justice. That See, they had to. Cool. They had to work around um, all the legal stuff so they wouldn't get sued. But I think if they had the rights. I think they would have made it work, and I think yeah. it would have been something worth watching. Honestly, Capcom missed out by not letting them do because that. I think because this would have been good. Well, they gave it to whatever stu- I can't remember what studio did it for Hollywood, and they ruined it. And everybody hates it. And it's it pan, yeah. and they make fun, and people make fun of it all the time because it's so terrible. Right? You know what I mean? And it's yeah. it's just another terrible video game adaptation. But I think they could have done something really well. And it's funny because you mentioned the director that did this did a movie called with Jackie Chan called City Hunter. Which is also based on a manga anime. Right. That movie is actually pretty good. I don't. It's not close to the source material, but there's a scene in it where they pay homage to Street, Street Fighter, Fighter, which is a source material, unofficial source material to this movie. That and in that movie, Street Fighter or uh, City Hunter rather, that little scene that they have with Jackie Chan where he they do the Street Fighter scene is amazing, just like this is amazing. Yeah. So, and, and that's, that's why uh, they, they say, say that's what inspired this director to want to do the movie because he did City Hunter just before this. Yeah. And so, so that's why I really feel like you know budget and everything. You know, as I keep have mentioned, whatever, keep saying, uh, 
this was a pet project, I think, for him. This was something he just wanted to do because I think he thought it would be fun. Yeah. And, and I, I agree. He did. I agree. I think he did a great job. I love <laughs> so, this movie. Yeah. I think it's – and it's again, it's on Amazon. Uh, you can rent it. If you have Amazon Prime, it is free at the time of this recording. So I think that's it. Peter, did you have anything else you wanted to add? I don't. That's uh, into my notes for that movie. I you know, I, I just think everybody should watch it. I didn't want to cover too much of it. There's a lot I did not. I'll just say there's a lot I did not talk about in there. There's a lot of funny yeah. gags. There's a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I we, just wanted to step you through the show. We did not spoil a whole lot in this. I had to mention a couple things just because it's me, and I was like, I wanted, oh, you I, I wanted to talk about a little yeah. bit of it. And I was like, oh, I got to talk about this one thing, or otherwise I'm going to regret it Definitely. later on or whatever, because that's just the kind of guy I am. But, Peter, thanks for taking point on this. Yeah. Thanks for sharing your feelings about your uh, popcorn eatery thingies. I love that. But, guys, definitely follow us on the web. The website is up, so it's actually up before the first episode. I know in the first three episodes we said, uh, it's in con- under construction. Well, I hustled, and I got it done. It's up, and it's in pretty good shape. It's pretty simplified. It runs really great on um, any browser that you use on your PC. I've tested it. And I've tested it on my phone, which yeah. is uh, of the iPhone variety. Peter, I know you have the Android. I am an Android guy, and it does work just fine. I'm also an Android guy, but I just happen to have an iPhone. But um, I'm glad it works. It works pretty good. It looks pretty good. Peter's shaking his head at me. He's like, he has such contempt that I've sold out. Um, so, yeah, follow us on the web. The web essentially is for info stuff and updates. There's some info stuff that's not on Twitter. So if you want to get some info about the show and what we're doing and what's going on, it's mostly administrative, sort of boring stuff, but hey, you can definitely check it out. Twitter is the fun stuff. That'll be more active. That'll be more active. It's going to have funny stuff, hopefully. It's going to have quizzes and trivia and all that kind of stuff. Hopefully, we can get some voting stuff on there for vote for this, vote for that, using Twitter. Like yeah, by the time this airs. Yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> Peter's doing a great job with that. That's Peter's thing. So I handle more of the administrative info update boring stuff. Peter does all the fun uh, images and Twitter stuff. You can also email us at supermovieball. Uh, if I didn't mention on Twitter, it's at supermovieball. You can do that. So and uh, the email, just to be clear, supermovieball at gmail. At gmail. I was coming back to it. Oh, thank you. Sorry. I, d- I did. I do <laughs> that. Off. I did trail off. I keep doing that. I need to stop doing that. But it is supermovieball at gmail.com. Definitely tweet at us anything. Uh, tweet at us what you like to enjoy at the movies, at home or in the theater, away in a home. That'd be great. And or your thoughts in the movie or just how we're doing or any suggestions that would be great just to mention again back to the website uh, if you're having a hard time with the getting the podcast or you're interested in about it on our site we have something for uh, Twitter Instagram and SoundCloud we also have a section that's called how to listen which is basically a pretty good walkthrough about how to do that on Android and iPhone uh, there's links there there's instructions there and they're very straightforward. So if you're having some trouble with that or if you want to share it with a friend, you can definitely just go to our website and check that out. I just wanted to mention our music is brought to us by uh, Joe D'Agostino and also Rocco W and Zeiss. So thank you guys for your music. Really appreciate that. Peter, is there anything else you wanted to say to the great people of the internet? I'm good. No, I think I'm good for this one. All right, guys. Let's think- get back to life. Yeah, let's get back to the real world. <laughs> um, but thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Thanks. Bye. Yep. I'm still searching. You can cut this out later. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put. This it's in. in. It's I'm gonna, in I'm gonna cut scene. this out and put this at the end because this is awesome.
can we? So, you see, he does say university, so you are correct. But, he says 28 and still in something here. Where, right here? Yeah. I thought they said that at the house. Okay, this is the, here, here's the thing, and I may leave this in. No, this is, this is, a lot of wall it, there's a lot of, well, I'm gonna cut the silence out. Okay. But, uh, the, the subtitles are so bad, he just said university again. The subtitles are so bad that they could say high school and university because it's a direct translation. So I know that doesn't make sense, and, and, and English is like one of the most adaptable languages in the world. That's why it's used for business. And it's sort of, there's a number of reasons, but that's one of the reasons why it's used for business and why a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of countries and a lot of other non-English-speaking -speak, languages use it. So they only have like one word for things that we have like 10 or 15 words for. So when they say high school or university or whatever, it could be upper learning. So I'm going to abandon this for now. I'm going to find it on my computer later because I'm not finding it right away. If Peter's right, I will put it on the website. That's what you know. <laughs> this is going at the end. Okay. All right.